Welcome back to an episode of Left on Red, a Go Loud original podcast with me, Julie Haynes. And me, Brenda Dennehy. Okay, so we come to you today in studio. We have Lisa, Julie's family with us. We have her sister, her brother and her husband. Lisa went over to Turkey a couple of weeks ago to undergo a gastric sleeve operation. And sadly, she passed away just under two weeks ago. So we're going to speak to the family here Thanks so much, first of all, Anna and Michael, Danny, for coming in, speaking to both myself and Brenda. First of all, do you want to just tell us a little bit about Lisa? Yeah, um, my sister Lisa was a big, um, caring, soft person. I don't think I have words to describe how much of a kind person she was and how sadly missed she will be. Lisa was a beautiful, dedicated mother, wife, three beautiful children, um, just a loving sister. So she, she was a mom. So how, and how old are her children? So Mike was fourteen, um, Chanel is thirteen, and Thomas is seven. Oh my gosh! And to lose yeah. their mom at that, that young, young age. She decided to go over for a gastric sleeve to Turkey. How long ago was that that she decided to go? So Lisa went for her gastric sleeve on the thirty first of July, and she went for a procedure on the third of August, and she returned home on the fifth of August. From Turkey. And what was it like when she came home? Was she, was it all right? How, how did the surgery go? Did she was complaining about anything or? Oh no, I was talking to her when she was actually after her surgery and she was actually in pain and um, I was saying that I went through the same thing, Lisa, because I had the procedure done myself. So I was like, you have to get up and you have to kind of walk around and move around and you will feel a bit bruisey and she decided to get up and walk around. Um, when she came home, it was kind of bed from there on out. Quite dizzy, quite, you know, she got up, she moved around, started kind of working with it, back down again, up again, started to move around, started to work with it. And that's all I heard of Lisa all the time since she had the sleeve done. So you said that you actually had the same procedure done? I had it done in May, yeah. You had it done in May. And did she go over to the same clinic as you? She was to. She was to, But okay. she was through a different rep. Okay. Yeah. So can you tell us about that, yeah? Yeah, so she, a few of my cousins, um, the year before us, had procedures done out there from a rep and... They, she thought it was quite safe to do the same procedure with the same rep. Yeah. So the clinic that she was directed to, she thought it was the same clinic. Yeah. We think it was and we think that rep had finished with that clinic, finished up with that clinic and had moved to a different clinic. So he obviously gave her the same details that that was the clinic that he was using with her. Yeah. So she went out there with another friend of hers to have it done. Um, sorry. I'm gonna no, you're okay. Take your time. Um... I suppose, Michael, you're feeling with it. I know that you're very, very upset, obviously, over what's happened. But I think how the situation that she found herself in the, with the new rep and the the new place that she was going to, you're very, very angry about that. Very, very angry, yeah. Devastated. Uh, my sister used to phone me and my wife up every day, warning us not to ever get the gastric sleeve because my wife wanted to go and get it done. And she used to say, oh, Michael, I'm begging you never, ever get this done. She was constantly vomiting, dizziness, in bed, just no energy in her. We were telling her to take her vitamins, eat food. She couldn't keep nothing down at all, at all. So thank you for having us here today. Our message is just to get it out to people here. Not to let your daughters or your sons go to Turkey for these operations. Google it. There's people out there dying from this. And it needs to be highlighted more through Ireland and the UK. Every week we're hearing someone new is dying from Turkey. 
nearly every day. And and just last for words, my sister is gone now. She left three young babies, a broken hearted husband, two sisters, three brothers, hundreds of friends. Everybody is devastated. So our mission is just to get the word out there and for no family to go through what we're going through today. And just tell me, when she came home and you were saying that she was dizzy and sick and she just felt really, really unwell, was she reaching back out to the clinic out in Turkey? Was there any correspondence there? or He would not answer the phone, just taking no calls from nobody. And he's changed his number as well. And the husband, Danny, has been trying to get contact with him. You know, he's just changed his number and everything. He's just shut down business, I think, from that WhatsApp number he had. Because I've even tried to call him and he's not answered. It's not even ringing, it's just disconnected. And can you get in contact with the clinic or anything? No, like no, they're it, just not picking up. It is his clinic. It's his clinic. It's his clinic. And after the surgery, was she very unwell after she came around as well? And She was very, very unwell. She was actually crying on the phone not to do this. If she ever had it back again, her brain, I'm nervous to come out of her because she, couldn't, she wanted to eat food, but she couldn't eat food. It was going to sell it psychologically in her brain. Yeah. And it was just um, torment, torment for three or four weeks. And we were speaking to her that morning. My wife was speaking to her that morning. And again, she was dizziness again. And all of a sudden, she just collapsed to the floor. Just bringing it back to when she decided to have the sleeve done. Did she tell you as a brother? Did she tell you? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I kept warning her and warning her not to do it. I, I even sent her screenshots of people. Who had. Who had that over there. But she she was so skinny before and beautiful. She just mm. wanted to go back like years ago. And I suppose social media has got a lot to do with it as well. Facebook and stuff like this. Women posting pictures of herself. She felt a bit of pressure, yeah. They're being to Turkey. They're looking good. But they're looking good, but they're not good in the brain. They're not good in the stomachs. They're suffering. Absolutely, yeah. But it's only all picture-perfect kind of a thing. You get me? Yeah. So she just followed her dream. And it was his biggest mistake. cost her her life with it. And did the rep come over to Ireland? Did she actually meet the rep in Ireland? No. Like, no, no. No. So all she just... phones, Facebook, okay. all through that. And when she got to Turkey, do either of you know if she was brought into the clinic maybe the day before or a couple of hours prior no, for she, tests? She was, yeah, she brought in for testers. They run all her ops and her and everything came back grand. But the day of the operation, they kept her back one extra day, and we don't know why they kept her back an extra day. And I suppose because they're not picking up the phones, they're you can't up. get the answers that she And the day that she deserved. was meant to come out of the hospital, we were phoning them, and I was saying, your sister's okay, your sister's okay. And it would be hours afterwards, then we got to speak to Lisa, and she told us that they're keeping her back for another day, which her friends flew home that day. She got so worried about that that she was kept out there. We don't even know why she was kept out. There was any complications, was anything at all, at all. And was anything told to Lisa? Like nothing? No. no. no communication even no. with the doctors to Lisa no. whilst Lisa lay in the no. bed? All Turkish. She made her interpreter once. Okay. Once she made the interpreter, I think that he'd come to the doctor. For the nurses, they're all Turkish as well. They don't okay. speak any English. So they gave her a small bit of pain relief first. Pain relief was quite slim as well. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. They yeah. gave her a small bit of pain relief first, I think, is when the doctor came to see her, they gave her more pain relief. And they just wheeled her out the door in a wheelchair the next day because she wasn't able to walk. Was she able to fly home to Ireland then? Yeah, she came home then. She flew home to Ireland then on the 5th of August. And um, she returned into her own hometown at 9 o'clock that night. And ever since that then, she was kind of like, she kind of, she was proactive. She got up and kind of went with the diet and just tried mm-hmm. to pull herself together and things. But it didn't last very long. It just mentally herself, I think it affected her all over. It felt like it's, it was borrowed time she was put on. 
that makes sense. Yeah, yeah okay. Because you know there was something seriously wrong. <sighs> no, yeah. I, I, I yeah, her, the changes that I can, because everyone can kind of yeah. Yeah. vary it, you know. You'll be expecting these changes because she's after this big This sleeve, yeah, yeah, so I was like, you know, kind of sporting her, like I felt like this and I felt like that, but yeah. you better have to have this mm-hmm. and try to go like that and, you know, helping each other along the way. Yeah. And um, it was a lot of debate, kind of down dizziness and up and... And I was like, I was feeling like that and I was taking vitamins and, you know, yeah. I was trying to push her around. Yeah, 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 what you done. And um, then about two weeks before she passed, about a week and a half, sorry, two weeks, she started limping the leg, her left leg. Yeah. And she kept saying, oh, it was just a cramp. And it was like, she got up, she said, no, when I start walking now, it's gone again. And I was telling her I'm kind of bruising as well in the legs. And, you know, we were kind of thinking, all right, kind of get away with it, kind of, it's just bruising yeah. as part of, Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, on the 8th of October then, took Jeez. its style and, and all out of us in Lisa and this. And because you obviously had it done the couple of months prior to Lisa, looking at her now, do you think you had the same symptoms from when you came home and from when Lisa came home or is hers now? No, like, com- I think Lisa's was worse than now, thinking back of it. And, um, and it's so hard to judge because we're all so different. Like, some would bounce back faster yeah. than others, than others you know? Exactly, Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, like, you know, and, and what about her friend? How's her friend doing? Like, is she did she get a procedure done over there as well or did she just go for um, support? Well, no, the friend actually went over to have a procedure and she had her to get her teeth done. Okay. Um, He gave her an estimate of 3,000 and she sent all the before photos to him. And yeah. um, when she landed over anyway to have her work done, he told her he couldn't do it. And he doubled the price by 7,000, saying <gasps> that he had no base to actually work on her teeth. And yeah. is this the same clinic? Yeah. This is so the same. this clinic is doing teeth, teeth. sleeves, hair, hair. Mm-hmm. yeah, everything. Everything, yeah. And um, A man so of all wonders. Man of, yeah, yeah. Jack of all trades. Yeah. Um, so... She was left devastated, obviously, yeah. being over in Turkey. Our family supported her to go over there to get her dream teeth and whatever. Yeah. Um, she couldn't. They ended up inserting two teeth for her at the time and they didn't last very long when she actually returned home again. Okay. It feels like it's just temporary work. Mm. This man is destroying people's lives. And do you know anyone else who has <coughs> gone to him and has passed away? Obviously, now that you're kind of public on it about from another social lady media, again, is there yeah. people? Another lady over a year and a half ago oh, again has went out there. Was yeah. it with a sleeve? A friend of Lisa's, a very good friend of the family, close relative. And then I suppose, and I'm wondering, how was your recovery? Was your recovery, obviously, it's a mental challenge, it's a physical challenge. How was your recovery itself? It was, mine was more mental than anything, because mm. um, I think it's a big change for anyone. And if I think you're, you're still recovering. Yeah, I'm still you're in still the progress. You're still recovering from the, the yeah. I, we have another sister, Crystal, the younger sister mm. again. She had a two and a half years ago. She got two and a half years ago and she's still not with me. Mentally and physically? Mentally and physically. And what kind of a way mentally is in anger, is it with small sw- portions? Swings, portions. It's determined that you can't eat the food. It's in yeah. front of you. Yeah, because everyone loves to eat. Like, I, life, I enjoy. Food is life. Food is life. It's, yeah. It is life. It's comfort. Yeah, it's comfort. Yeah. And so when did you get the procedure done again? So I had it done on the 27th of May. And what ways your food portions now are very, very, very small. Yeah. Yeah. It can take me 30 minutes to have... Um, Kind of like a baby portion, really. So they just one feel full. Full completely. So it'd be 15 minutes in between. So 15 minutes for half and 15 minutes and you have to come back to it. I felt that you have to have a lie down after having the food. Okay. Yeah. All, all after everything. Yeah. So even kind of quite planning to eat is like probably an ordeal. Yeah. You know, you know the way any of us, oh, I'll just go in there. I'll just grab a, a sandwich. Central, and I'll get, yeah. yeah, grab a sandwich, a chicken roll. 
you can't necessarily no. do that. It's a, probably a mental thought process. It's probably yeah. like, oh no, how am I going to do this? That's nearly it. a chore because yeah. it takes so long as well. Like, and then the it? mind are still kind of craving everything else because the mind, you know, it's yeah. a funny it's thing. It's, yeah. yeah. And well, so, Lisa's biggest problem was her mind, the yeah. food that yeah. she said to me. My yeah. stomach is not hungry no more. It's our brain. It's a brain. brain. It was a brain. You still imagine that you want to eat the same thing, so you would just run there and have a chip. Yeah. yeah. And automatically that chip is after filling you up, and you can't have what you're going to want to have, or you know. And especially that she had a family, so she was sitting down with her husband, her three kids, and they're all eating away, and yeah. then she was just left with nothing. Nothing. Basically. Yeah. She was seen yeah. here as well by doctors as well. She had to go to hospital in Ireland yeah, as well. Right, How yeah. did she? What happened there? Did I she? Think one stitches of her she needed. Stitches open, didn't they? Yeah. Where they did the key hole surgery on. Um, it just opened a little bit. Um, so it was just replastered and cleaned and. You know, they kind of and did the doctors more, like say anything once she went in about the work? Like, was there any feedback from the Irish doctors here no. in Ireland? No, no, no. they kind and they just looked after like any, were, yeah, other, any other patient. It would, yeah. Lisa would be the kind she'd kind of she wouldn't kind of feed into herself. Do you know, as yeah. so much as our doctor got to sleep. I'd go to her, she probably would have to be next to go to the doctor. She's so laid back and we're going to get me. Yeah, okay. But there's other cases around like in Abbeyfield and the stall for women that's going out there. And even in Wales, they're getting it done, but they still have the same suffering as my sisters have. Not eating food, mental torture. So it's not just getting look, looking well, it's what's coming with looking well. Yeah. So it's a lifetime change in, in your body. No food, not mixing with people because you're, you're grumpy all the time. You're grumpy all the time and you can't, yeah. As well, I don't think we even have mentioned Lisa's age. She was only 38. 38, 38 years old. 38, yeah. so young. <clears throat> yeah. Very young. So very, young. Very young. And I suppose she passed away less than two weeks ago. How are we coming to terms with it? Is it still a... Yeah, I sure, mean, it's not real still. It's, it's not, so raw. So raw. We're just, looking after... Yeah. We've got Lisa's kids now looking after Lisa's kids and Danny. So we're looking after them. We haven't even grieved for our sister no. yet. Yeah. When I go home, I probably start my grieving. When I go on back yeah. to my quietness. When you go back to reality, yeah, it's we, when we had, it our fun- we had our funeral to prepare for. We're looking after the kids. We have young nieces and nephews. But most of all, it's our kids. It's, just, it's, not, it's not real to them either. Yeah, yeah. So... So how long overall was she sick? So from basically the from day, day of, one, from, from day, day one, one from right day up to her death. When she came right back, yeah, it was like borrowed time, if that makes sense, yeah. in a way. It was like um, when she came home, kind of, I suppose we all get that kind of dopamine where, okay, this is it now, life yeah. changes, put myself together, got into diet, tried to kickstart it all and soon just sent of energy and just sent of yeah. not able to do it and just, I'm so sorry, and constantly on the phones. She's changing her life around. Never knew it was going to cost her her life. No, yeah, she yeah. applied for a driver license and she, was, she had big things ahead of her like, And boom, instantly gone. And towards the end of her life, was she hospitalised or did it happen just really quick? Or really quick. quick. In, in a matter of minutes. In the ma- she, was it, she, she dropped? She just dropped, she dropped, so, dropped in the room, yeah, with her kids. In her room at, ho- at home. And her home, children and down there. kids in the room. Oh, and uh, was Danny her husband there? Danny, Danny tried to give her Danny's, CPR, bring yeah. her back. It was Jesus. no good. And then obviously called the ambulance. Ambulance, yeah. The ambulance, ambulance has been called then, yeah. And then friends, we called close friends and family and they rushed to the scene as well. And she had died, I suppose she was... Instantly. She was gone, she died instantly. 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 Yeah. Only 38. Yeah, 38 years of age. A whole life. Beautiful girl. Yeah. Beautiful inside out. My Hopefully God. just carefree, happy. She couldn't She couldn't do better if she even tried. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. She's just... And then I suppose she was after passing away and then having to plan the funeral and everything around it. It just... Yeah. It's still shocked. The body's not, not coming down yeah. off. 
this um, this ordeal of life. This is just so shocking that it's not even normal to, to, to be looking at three small little babies without a mother. And obviously, they're the youngest one, probably. Oh, he hasn't got a clue. He doesn't have a clue. No. He hasn't got a clue. The others two kind of realise it's not right. The other one is just playing with Thomas, is playing with his ties and stuff. You just think mommy's gone to the shop. Basically, he hasn't got a clue. And before we started this interview, we were saying where Lisa is buried and a couple of headstones down, there's another lady. Yeah, she has a good friend of hers on Emma's Bridge as well. She had the same procedure in Turkey. Yeah. Through the same rep. Yeah. Same clinic, because we're, we're speaking with their family as well. Yeah, okay. Through Facebook. So we're actually cousins, we are. And only a grave right behind my sister's bridge is there. So there's two women that we've known using this block, the, the clinic. Yeah. Back-to-back back gravestones back because, graves, of, the yeah. because of the same procedure. Because of the same procedure by the same men. And um, we, we've yeah. got our cousins in around the place that are ill over it. Yeah. That are not eating, mentally torture. But unfortunately, my sister on bridge had uh, the downfall of dying through these operations and many, many more women yeah. and men are dying yeah. through the country and I think the Irish government the UK government should be kind of banned or something on these people going out there because at the end of the day it's the Irish government have to fork out the aftercare when these people come home to the hospitals who's paying these bills mm. it's the Irish government is giving them the medication which in Turkey they're dealing with people's lives 500 cheaper 400 cheaper if you know what I mean yeah you just don't care. They want your money, quick operation, and out the door. Yeah. That's it, then their job is done. Yeah, and it's getting so much easier now for us to just give them a text message that, to these yeah. clinics. Like, these ads are popping up for me yeah. anyway, all the time on Facebook. Even if you talk around Facebook, you think Facebook is listening to you. All these ads, up, I remember yeah. myself when up. I actually went to go to Turkey, so obviously you get into a few different clinics yeah. and you'd be, you know, checking uh, yeah, checking around and things. And um, I was bombarded, bombarded by... Rips ringing me constantly. Yeah. I have a better deal. I'll do this and I'll yeah. do that and I'll do this and I'll do that. Yeah. Um. And it's just money. I think once they see your money, they just take you in, take the money, and you're just pushed aside in, do the job, and come yeah. out. And some people are just left on borrowed time. Yeah. And you know, then on, I suppose, I'm just going back to the aftercare of it, the mental, you know, when you were going for your sleeve, like how many hours kind of a mental assessment did you have with them? Was there anything like that? Was it just refill out a form or did I you have to no a psychologist no or anything like that or psychiatrist or whatever kind of. When I was talking to my sister about it, um, I found when I went over to the clinic that I went to were quite good at the time. Mm. Do you know, I to be honest, I don't. I thought I knew even the procedure itself that I knew what I was doing mm. until it was actually done. That I think I didn't know at all. Yeah, if yeah. that makes sense. So when I went over right away, I was automatically missed. Um, bags were taken from me into an office, signed a paper, money counted in front of me. That was it. We could go away and get something to eat or take a walk or whatever until the next morning, ten o'clock the next morning. We were brought down for um, you know, testers and check your bloods yeah. and all this. Everything came back in the all clear. So I finished about 11 o'clock, was brought upstairs, so about half 12, 1 o'clock, they came to the room, they knocked me out, did the procedure, brought me back. A lot of pain relief, was sleeping a lot, okay. slept the whole weekend over there. Then I knew I had to get up and had to actually stop moving and walk around to come home. Yeah. So when I started moving and walking around, I think I started to feel a little bit better, a lot mm. bruising and everything like that, but I felt a lot better, I was coming around. But I actually felt I was sedated. Okay. There was a lot of, you know... And did they kind of push the sleeve on you or did you know you wanted the sleeve or did you go out there with the intentions of, I don't know if I want the sleeve or the battle, like, did they suggest the sleeve to you? They or? suggested it more for me. Okay. Yeah, you were they going were, essentially for a mommy makeover at the start, that was, was that right your at idea? The start, yeah. That's what I wanted, the mommy yeah. makeover. But 
when I went to the clinic in Dublin for the constellation, yeah. that's what I wanted. They taught me that if I had the mummy makeover done, that bad or dad will come out wrong here, there and everywhere. So it's best for you to have the sleeve done first. So I felt as if, oh, I was kind of worried about the sleeve, yeah. not knowing the, the seriousness behind it, even yeah. though the mommy makeup was quite serious as well. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of felt a little bit pushed towards that way as well. Towards, yeah. that's the, the sleeve. sleeve, it's the only way. Yeah. That's the only thing that can fix you is the sleeve. And do you, you have no regrets getting your sleeve or anything? You're happy with it? No, I do actually. Do a lot have of them. you? Yeah, a lot of regrets. Regrets for yourself? No, the biggest one was my sister and knowing that I kind of went that direction and mental health said you have to go that far. To actually love yourself, that mm. you know, you have to take away like eighty percent of your stomach. Regrets that my own life is destroyed in a way as well, mentally, physically, energy wise, mood swings up down, sleep patterns, kind of fix all around really. Yeah, because as we spoke about there with social media, you you'd often see the before and after pictures. You'd see like one girl and she's that's like, "Oh, I want to." That, that's that, what's selling. That's what's selling them. They look but good like, in the clothes. They look good. That's yeah. it. But it's the insides. It's yeah, that it's, tearing away that rotten in the inside. Like as and you, you do get the dopamine, yeah. you get the dopamine from it. You get the highs where yeah. you can fit into your jeans. You can wear the nice top. You're feeling good, and but that's when you're taking the pictures. But when you're back at home, then that's yeah, it's it's a different story. It feels basically. there's no purpose for life. If that makes yeah. sense at times. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking as well. Do you think you know when Lisa probably saw you losing the weight? Mm-hmm. She was like, "I think I'll get one now." Was definitely, it? I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that was. So does that too. kind of. Did you feel... I'd feel the guilt in my heart God. as well because I was like, look, I'm feeling this now, look at this and, you know, showing up pictures and I feel good. And if the younger sisters didn't get, get it, they kind of encouraged her to go down the, that path. But she have wanted, she have been wanting to have it done for such a long time yeah. as well that it did go successful for me as well. Yeah. Well, you can't blame yourself for that. You can't. So in time, I hope you forgive yourself for anything that it's you might bad, be yeah. feeling because... You know, you can to be. I know she wouldn't want it that way. Certainly not your fault. Of course, it's going to hit you. But you have to be able to. I suppose in circumstances like that, you think the worst of the worst. Absolutely, and you to blame. Yeah, Yeah, of course. I suppose for anyone who is listening, because we have a lot of listeners who do go to Turkey and all these other countries as well for gastric sleeves or to get work done. What What's your What's your message, Anna, to them? Anyone listening? I think my message would be for the HSC to kind of help people, women in this country, that it is a mental illness that. People do feel ugly in overweight bodies and to, to help them with price costs and to bring it kind of down so that women doesn't travel out there, take young women, young mothers, sisters away from people and just to make sure their research is done very well and that it's not backstreet and there's no, as my brother-in-law would say, he, he felt that he was just a gangster in a suit that just kind of splashed himself all over social media you know, and it's just he's living the high life where there's people in graves. Lucky her, yeah, Ta- chatting about your sister Lisa. And what about yourself, Michael? Have What well, would you I, tell the people that I'll are... I'll be reaching out as a brother anyway. I've lost my sister over Turkey. And I beg any man or woman not to let their kids go there, cousins, anyone. It's just terrible. It's a tragedy. I don't know what to say. It's just she's gone and Turkey operations are still going. I'm just shocked. I don't know what to say. It's just no one should go to Turkey for these procedures. They're not being done properly. Just taking your money and sending you on home. No proper doctors, no proper surgeons. I'm last words I am. I don't know what to say. Right, on that note, I'm going to thank you both, uh, Trevi, so very much for coming in and spreading the awareness. Um, It's very, very important. Uh, We won't stop. We're going to be constantly posting on social media. I'm not going to stop anywhere. Just keep making people aware of it. Yeah. The downfalls of it, the suffering that comes with it.
and the loss that can come with it. With it. Yeah. That's the only thing we can do, I suppose. We, we're not alone on our own way, but just keep letting people know the awareness of it. There's hundreds of kids without mummies and daddies over these operations. Yeah, thank you so much, Michael. Anna. Thank you, thank you so us. very much. Thank you, Anna. And Danny. And for anyone who is listening or anything like that, you're willing to speak to any journalists, any anyone TV programmes, anyone. You just want to spread the word. I want to yeah, spread the word. Spread yeah. the I, want to say, I want to save people's lives, I do. Yeah. If I, can't, I couldn't save my sisters, but I try to save somebody else's. Just, you want to save one person. Stop somebody going out there, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm actually shaking. They just left the studio there now. Oh, my God. I that's actually harrowing. Harrowing. So that was the brother and sister you heard. But we actually had the husband here as well. And, like, God love him. He just, he had to step outside. Like, yeah. It's, it's still so raw. Like, she's yeah. only dead. Like, not even two weeks now. When the episode goes out, it will be two weeks. Yeah, she's dead 10 days today. Yeah. And by the time this comes out, that it is two weeks she's passed away and I mean that's it's so raw the husband Danny as you said he, he was going to speak to us but I think he just all oh, got too much for him a bit overwhelmed of but course, you can yeah. imagine that it's a, it's it's a shock and like as he just heard like he was in the house and probably normal morning with himself mm. his wife his three kids and next thing just dropped and to try and resuscitate oh, CPR. you'll never come around from that I just I have no words and a beautiful girl 38. 38 years of age, her whole life out of her. I think what hit me an awful lot as well is when Anna was saying that she kind of felt the regret. Oh, that's oh. terrible. That's oh. so, that's, that, that, I think that, that upset me an awful lot. I know. Because so I wouldn't want anyone to be, to thought that anyone would carry that burden. Especially your own sister. Your own sister. And you know when people pass away, your thoughts, like, you know what I mean, you're all over the place and you're going to be thinking all sorts and self-blame for her, but... You know, as we mentioned to her, she doesn't have anything to be blamed for. Not at like all. That, you know Absolutely what I mean? nothing. Is like, it, obviously, I went to Turkey and I got procedures yeah. done over there. And like, I suppose the big thing for us is like, we don't want to be saying, oh, look how well Julie's procedures went. Or, you know, it's really, really important to share these stories as well, because this is happening and it's happening so much. Like two gravestones back to back. I know, especially this year, I've at least seen around nine people reported as after dying. At least. That's yeah. only nine. They've mentioned another two there to us. Yeah. And back-to-back gravestones. That's frightening. Yeah. Back-to-back gravestones of the same procedure, same clinic, and two of them dead now. And I would believe that there's 10 more, 20 more, 30 more. There's 10 more. There's loads they're just more. just not, yeah. And they're just not reported yeah, as well. Absolutely, yeah. I would say as well, some people, you know the way they probably get the surgery in Turkey, but then I'm always glad to hear when I hear that the HSC, the Irish Health Service, has looked after them. You when know, not as in like, well, you you know what, you went over there. Now, anytime I've ever heard anyone having issues after, yeah. the HSE has really looked after and given yeah. them the best of care. But then as Michael said there, it's unfair when our doctors then as well to be picking up the pieces. Do you know, we're not, we're not bad enough. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm glad now we touched on that subject and very grateful for that family coming in to us. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, after that. I know, I know. So on that note, we'll leave it there for this week. If you want to send an email, loragoloudnow.com or you can message me on my Instagram, Brenda's Bits or Julie on Twins and Me. Okay, so guys, until next week, take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.